Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist podcast. The mission of this podcast is to bring you education, inspiration, and empowerment through relatable conversations, empowering information, and self-care, self-healing practices. On the weekends, we do things a little bit differently around here in the podcast, and we slow down and we take some time to reflect while we don't have the busy hustle bustle of to-do lists. So today's uh, practice, I think, is going to be one of your new favorite rituals to do and is one of mine, certainly favorite rituals and practices to do to transmute the energy as an empath, the negative energy out of my body and my existence and up and surrender it to the divine. So enjoy. Dear universe, I can't stop crying today. Why am I so sad on my birthday? Huge exclamation mark and question mark. It's because it's magnifying the fact that I know I am not treated as I deserve by my husband. I received love and birthday wishes from everyone in my life and my family and even my husband. But just saying nothing else and all the other days feeling alone and unloved doesn't cut it. A wish with words, without a present, flowers, kiss, a hug, or anything romantic in the slightest is not how I deserve to be treated. I guess I am really struggling, even though I put on a good face. If I'm being honest with myself, I dream of a man who loved to caress me, hold me, kiss me, and isn't ashamed to be with me socializing with friends and my family, and even if he is in a different mindset than them. I care for those people, therefore he should put his best effort to set aside his ego and try and be there with me and make memories with others that are important in my life. I'm tired of feeling like a single woman to the rest of the world and I'm stuck in a committed relationship at home. I should be enjoying my freedoms as a single woman without the responsibilities of a man-child at home isolating himself. Every time I try to share my feelings, he discounts my feelings. And I'm not hurt. How do I fix this? I hate my birthday. There's always pain. I haven't had a happy, blissful birthday since my teens. It's my fault. My expectations are low, and I guess I feel guilty. They are too exaggerated, and from a romance novel, they are not based in reality. He just doesn't care to want to know what I need. If I'm going to be in the world outside of my home, a single woman, maybe I really should just be single. Can you relate? I'm reading my journal from years ago. Did you catch the news? My Raven Scott show on Narc Abuse TV channel premiered last week. And I want to give a shout out to all of our new subscribers and all the beautiful comments that were left. Thank you so much. Make sure to subscribe to this channel and hit that bell and like this video. So today we're going to cover a tiny bit of education about Saturn return. And we're going to get into your dream journal. Journaling is a very powerful tool that can help you design your life and be able to accomplish your goals because you know where you want to go. And our words and our thoughts are powerful and they do become things. So let's get going in.
Cause the girl that you want, she is tearing us apart. No, I shouldn't sing that. <clears throat> Cause the girl that you want, she is tearing us apart. Cause she's everything, everything I'm not. Can you guess what song that's from? It's from Everything I'm Not by the Veronicas. I love the Veronicas. They are such an empowering music group that you need to listen to if you need to start gaining some power to get up and leave or to face your fears, face the conflict. So all of this journal that I just read to you was written during my Saturn return. And what that means, your Saturn return, is in your birth chart, wherever Saturn is, it takes 28 years to come back to that same exact spot when you were born. So when you're around the age of 28 to 30, you have an intense life transition into responsibility. Saturn governs responsibility and time, like a pressure, like you don't have any more time to be sitting around wasting your time. What are you doing? Get going and get responsible, get organized, get moving. So you may get married, you may get divorced, you may have a child, you know, starting a family, buying a house. Things like this all happen around that time. And so as you can tell in what I wrote, how intense this energy and emotions were influencing me. Like, I've had it. I've had enough. Saturn's like, yep, go ahead. You've had enough. Really amplifying that energy. And so maybe I should just be single. And so I did. I just became single. Thankfully, I did not have a lot of ties connected. And I understand there's complicated situations. You need to make sure that you exit safely. You have a safe house. You have children to take care of and so many more complicated scenarios. So please, please make sure you're doing everything safe. Um, you're keeping things encrypted, hiding things so that they can't find out and go aggro on you. So today we're going to be working on a dream journal. Where do you want to be? Setting your intentions. Where do you want your life to go? Words are powerful. Your thoughts manifest into things. And when you speak them, you can speak them out loud, or you can write them down, you are literally manifesting your dreams out into reality. Okay, so writing it's very powerful. So your dream journal, I'm going to first ask you to pull out your pen and your paper, pencil with graphite's even better. And we're going to write down the answer to what are your dreams? Truly, truly, what are your dreams? Make yourself a whole romance novel. Why not? Like, don't think that it's fake in the Disney movies like I believed because I didn't have that reality. I thought, that can't be true. That can't be real. That's just, I was very angry at all of the Disney movies and the fantasies and the fairy tales. But that's where we have to start to get somewhere. So what are your dreams and desires in life and specifically in a partner? And sometimes that may be who you're with. Let's say you're really frustrated, you have like conditioning of being with a narcissist, but you're not with one now. Are there still some patterns you're repeating? And in your partner, maybe you can actually express it and you're having a hard time expressing it and they're happy and waiting and willing to give it to you. But how can they without you knowing yourself or writing it in your journal and expressing it? And then next is what elements are negotiable? What elements are negotiable that you can compromise on? 
And then write down what things in your life are non-negotiable. What will you not compromise on? <clears throat> Those are huge because if you won't compromise on having a family versus not having a family, that's going to make or break your life and your relationship with the other person. Can you honestly say this person fits in your life you're with? Let's say right now. After you've written down all your non-negotiables, really dive into the dark, deep truth of it. Or is he just filling a hole that you need to tend to yourself? This is huge. Is this person really a good fit? Or is he or she filling a hole, like an emotional need hole that's missing in your life? Because then the trick is, filling that hole with your own self-worth work, your self-love, and your self-development. That's going to fill the hole, not the other person. It can't. It's impossible. So I want you to journal all of this out. If you have all these, you can rewind it and go back to it and write them back down if you need. Um, journal all of this out, including your emotions about it. And then I want you to transmute it. I want you to surrender it to the divine, to the higher source, right, the universe. Now, you can do it in two ways. You can create a God box, and you can fold it up and put it in this special God box and say, I surrender this to you. These are my dreams. These are my emotions. These are my feelings. I know I can't have control over all of it now, but this I surrender to you. Or you can transmute it, and you can safely burn it, in a stainless steel pot where there's nothing else that can be lit on fire and transmute it to the air, to the universe. And this energy is quite potent. And if you choose to, to go this route, when you burn it, then afterwards you need to wash and cleanse your body and your energy to have the full ritual power of the transmutation of your manifestation of your dreams and your ideas, intentions, and thoughts. And if you love this type of exercise, you can do it at every full moon and just journal your heart's desire out on a piece of paper that you can then transmute in the fireplace, in a stainless steel pot, in a very safe space. <clears throat> Nothing around can catch because the fire, the, the paper is very flammable. So the flames will go up above the edge of the pot. So please put it out where there's like rocks or nothing around just for those few seconds. Okay? Really important to be safe. But this is a really potent and powerful exercise that you might love, just as I do, and do it every full moon. So the reason why you burn it, and it goes more, I go more into depth of why you burn it in the free companion guide, which is your narc abuse healing guide that you can download in the show notes here below in the description. And the reason why you can burn it, I'll go in depth, but I'll just give you a little snippet here. It says in my book, so when you're burning, everything is an energy. So thinking is energy. Writing is energy. The thoughts, that's why they become things, because they're energy. So when you're writing, you get all that energy out, and then transmuting it is a burning sacrifice and surrendering to the divine. And you're transmuting it into the fire state from the earth state. And then you're going to use the, you know, it's going up into the air element. And then the washing and cleansing of the shower is the water element. So you're using all of the elements of the earth in this beautiful and gorgeous ritual. 
So that's why, and there's more in-depth about Joan of Arc and all that in the guidebook, so make sure you download that. So I hope this was helpful and truly empowering. I appreciate all of you. Make sure that you're liking and subscribing and share this with a friend who may need this. Thank you so much again for watching. I'm Raven Scott signing off. My higher self is your higher self. Namaste. If you enjoy this practice and are enjoying all of the podcast episodes here in Empath and the Narcissist, please rate the five star and review the podcast. This is how the algorithm knows that this is a valuable and helpful podcast in your healing journey to help others in their healing journey. Take a screenshot of this podcast as well if it really resonated on your social media stories and tag me at Raven Scott Show. I so look forward to connecting with you. Thank you so much. And as always, remember, keep your unique light shining.